Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show, we're going to be breaking down Season 3, Episode 3, Zari. That's what we're going to do. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> this is not this, this the place we, we thought it was going to yeah. start. This is the Oh, yes. Uh, and <laughs> no. here we go. Yeah, there is the joke. There it is. Yeah. Don't go chasing those waterfalls because what happens? You end up running into a stone cold assassin. Uh, time bent on ridding you of your uh, very sacred totem. That's all the fun that we're going to be talking about right here on the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. Of course, we're breaking down every episode of this new series, bringing back, uh, returning th- Tuesday nights here for its third season on the CW. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Ooh. And Hippico Jackie. Ooh, Ooh, all all of double, double the pleasure. All the social. Double the not fun. Oh, mm. I'm Dave Child. You can find me at <laughs> Mr. Dave Child on all the Twitters and Instagrams and your favorite flavors in the world and. Also go to DaveChild.com. I'm Dave Child. I'm not Dave Child, mm. um, but I am Lucretia Lyon, so you guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. And I was a little confused as to what day it was when Frank started this show, when he's like, Stone Cold Assassin. I'm like, crap, is it Sunday? Oh, that's right, <laughs> yeah. yes. Uh, allusion to some yes. hot goings on oh, in General yeah. Hospital right now today. Oh, mm-hmm. boy, we're not here to talk about General Hospital. But Dave will be yeah. joining us on Sunday no. because I think he you should. loves talking GH. No. Yeah. You love your soaps. No. Your this is the only the only soap I watch is Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, folks, you know what? You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. For all that's uh, dear and holy in this world, please do that. Big ups to uh, Big Ups Alex, who's... Uh, <laughs> Homesick, uh, dying from a lack of five star reviews. So, um, if you if you care for him, just just give him those five star reviews. He uh, (laughs) he Facetimed with us a little while ago, and he looks so emaciated. Oh my god, his his eyeballs have dried up. Yeah, y'all know how uh, white Lex is normally. He is like literally a ghost. Yeah, Yeah. he's you can see through him, and Mm -hmm. his room is messy. And I get to see behind him. Ugh. Oh, we got folks. the Legend of Tomorrow things up. Oh, yeah, look at, look at that. Hey, that's what the show we're doing, folks. <laughs> yeah. Great. You know, uh, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, too. While you're there, give it a thumbs up. Just hey. give it a thumbs up! Just do it. it. Um, Just do it. Just do it. And Mario course, Padilla in the chat says they blame Gary for Lex Michaels. Absence. Yeah, Gary. Gary! Gary! Uh, they picked a good name for a guy yeah. to show up and just be like, Gary! It's a good, it's a good, what have you been up to lately name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of like a bumbling incompetent. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's either that or Frank, one of the two. <laughs> well, Frank, it's like, Frank! Yeah, that's true. It's, it's more just sounds like a disappointment rather mm-hmm. than a lovable oath. It's just like a terrible, 
disappointment. <laughs> Someone who just always does wrong is just true. awful. That's true. That sums me up nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a constant disappointment, uh. as we'll see throughout this episode. <laughs> uh, Lucretia mentioned the chat, so that is up and running. So feel free to hop in there and Come share your on. thoughts about this episode in particular, or anything Legends of Tomorrow in general. Or if you just want to ask Dave Child a question about anything. Just whatever you want to know. I'll yeah. tell you all my knowledge. I've got a vast array of knowledge in my noggin. That's true. That much. You know, wonder about buying a new car, maybe asking that special someone out. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask her out. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, who do you who do you think I should ask out? Oh, yeah. Just the, let me know. I'm there. That's right. There you go. <laughs> so uh, let's hop into this show. Uh, we got uh, titled Zari after the, uh, the new character mm-hmm. created uh, by the Legends of Tomorrow's writers mm-hmm. for uh, a, a new addition to their superhero team. Oh, sorry. They're, they're, they're not superheroes. No, mm-hmm. they're, they're legends. They're right. misfits. Yep, they're misfits. Yep. They're, they're not. They, don't call them heroes. They didn't even go to like where outlaws were misfits. They just went uh, heroes to legends. Yeah, yep. we're not heroes. We're legends. There you go. Again, I always feels like it's more of a yep. Give themselves a promotion, an yeah. unearned promotion, in my opinion. Well, hey, you're sassy. That's and just, <laughs> <laughs> these people and who they are are why we're here today. That's <laughs> Well, we start off in 20 Seattle, 2042. 2042. Four like, years away yeah. from Blade, Blade Runner. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's Blade Runner. Did you see it finally? Yeah. It's Did great. you like it? I liked it. A lot of people didn't like it, uh, but I like it. It's long, slow, like a Blade Runner movie should be. And I actually really liked the story. I thought it was good. You know, but gee, I felt like Harrison Ford was underutilized. You know what? It's the first time I saw him act in 20 years. I'm happy with what you got. Yeah, I thought he did a great job of actually like emoting, rather than just showing up and being like, "Ugh, Pedro." It was <laughs> he actually had a pretty good scene. But I feel like at the climax, he's just he's just there. Yeah, he was the damsel in distress. It was great. But yeah. hey, we're not here to talk no, about that's true. Oh, no. That's true. Uh, anyway, what, about that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, of course we start off in a prison transport, and speaking of handcuffs, of we see somebody else different in handcuffs. That is Zari. Yep. Yeah, and a really, uh, for somebody that, as we find out through the course of the episode, was just breaking in to try to find a totem, yeah. they, uh, they really like locked her down in that transport. Speaking of locking people down, Star Drew asks uh, Frank, how was Boo 2? You know, because Medea, she's, she's been in a few. This lockdowns. is neither the time nor the place to talk about <laughs> such things, Star Drew. Have you seen Boo 1? When no, you to see Boo 2? I have to go see Boo 2. I lost a bet, and I need to go see it. Mm-hmm. I, are you going to watch Boo 1 before you go so you know what the story nope, is? No, I don't want to know. Our anyway. systems detect that a host has wandered <laughs> off the subject. Please oh, wow, that's once. new. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Our systems detect that a host has okay. wandered off the subject. Yeah, they, they created this just We have a very old Gideon right in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, fair yeah. enough. So, yes, Star Drew, I will <laughs> see it at some point. How dare you. Anyway, we have our... Uh, oh, Star Drew's, though. They have a Star Drew. Yes, do we have a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody in the chat room has wanted off topic. Do we have yeah. that alert? Uh, anyway, uh, we do... <laughs> get back to we'll work story. on that next week. We'll have it for you. Yeah. <laughs> we find out, though, that, uh, of course, she's being transported, and then there is a, uh, an attempted, what we think might be a prison break, but we find yeah. out it's really an assassination attempt. And to be fair, I bet, they, uh, I bet they're not very sure if it is the totem or maybe it's the person, so they got to... Pretend to, they gotta like lock them up no matter what. Put away the totem, lock up the person, you know. In the same place where the totem is. Probably not no, the smartest. No, no, they weren't at the same place. 
They had to break into the place in order to get the totem. Well, true, yeah. but she, that's where she was being transported to before she busted out. Are we sure about that? Yeah, because she was in that facility with all <laughs> the people being tortured. <laughs> Dave is allergic to, to your this. beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love uh, Macintosh Harrington said that that alarm was created because of our Titanic bet last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Might have been. Uh, so uh, uh, we, uh, we do find her. It's uh, Uwasa. Is the name of that the, the wa- our water element? Yes, Uwasa. and she is. Uh, we, I think we mentioned last time. We do. She has been seen before in the CWC. Yes, um, a lot of the chat has been mentioned uh, that Kawasa is actually a half sister, I believe, of Mari's vixen. Right. That's why there was that comment, and yeah, this is why we need to apparently watch the CWC yeah. show. I'm like, I need to catch up. on The that. animation looks great on yeah. those. What I've seen, but yeah, as she mentions later in the episode, killing her. Killing Vixen or Maya would be like killing herself. And then she was like, look at my stone. Yeah. Check me out. I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. But anyway, before she can go in, I I do think it was interesting that when you're a water, I don't want to say elemental, but you're just somebody that manipulates water, she goes into the, 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 the transport vehicle, and then she's so worried about getting shot. I'm like, do you need to worry about getting shot because you're basically just made of water. Yeah, well, I'm not sure how her powers work. Like, does she... Can she get shot if she's solid at the time? Does she have to break up right at the moment? Yeah, is she like a, like a Hydro-Man from the Spider-Man comic book where she's always water but then can uh, solidify... Form into a person? Or yeah. is she like Alex Mack and can turn into, like, a puddle of liquid or the TLC girls and can, yeah. can turn into water? And then and it was about, based on true life, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That really a, happened. They actually have that. In fact, a lot of people think that Lisa Left Eye Lopez is just in the streams <laughs> right now, out free. Moving on. <laughs> I do like her. I do. I did like the fight sequence and how they used her powers. I thought that was kind of fun. No, I thought that was a good, especially on a TV budget. You're always wondering. Yeah. That's a water. Being or elemental is, I think that's like a hard thing to make it look really good. Right, and it, interesting enough, it did. Uh, did Zari's like amulet? Does that give her air powers? Is that what that was? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, it almost seemed like if she was able to summon up like a, a vortex to kind yeah, of lift her up. She kind of lifted up into a vortex and flew away, and then she also seemed to kind of blow. Air. It seemed like wind type powers. Very, you know, corny. It could be sandy or it could be windy, but it felt like she was an airbender to me. Hmm. And then, like, fighting another waterbender, which is interesting because this was written by someone who uh, had written 15 episodes of the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, nice. That is interesting. Because the the way that uh, Kawasa kind of wields the water at some points. Very kind of uh, waterbendery in terms of the way she kind of yeah. moves her hands and gestures. And yeah. apparently this is very similar to um, Captain Planet, or at least that's how I can relate to, because Zaytok says, yeah, guys, it's five totems. They say it in the Vixen cartoon, and Ivan Soto points out Zari has the air totem. So oh, I'm like, okay, air, fire, water, heart, I'm guessing, because, yeah, more of Lisa Ooh. Left Eye's totem would have been fire. I mean, we yeah, can ask more Sailor. Now, there you go. Yeah. Yes, uh, I can't wait to find out who has the heart one. There yeah. You go. And then they the all monkey. form together. Who gets the yeah. monkey? <laughs> who has the monkey? James mm-hmm. Egan, by the way, is the uh, co-writer of this episode who also wrote Avatar The Last Airbender. All right. Okay, now they explain the five Zambezi totems. Ivan Soto says it's spirit, fire, water, air, and earth. I was close. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Spirit's basically mm-hmm. heart. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Just like, just 
Just a, a pendant with just a big heart on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big. It's a big ghost emoji. <laughs> and to <laughs> Zari, especially the name Tomaz as her last name is very similar to a DC Comics character Isis. Mm-hmm. So there is a very yeah. problematic name yes. for mm-hmm. a character nowadays. But yeah, so who is Isis in in the in the actual DC? world. Yeah, because I remember this character sort of with Shazam and being more uh, kind of in between Hot Girl and Vixen. Yeah, because she was probably yeah. in like during that uh, right after what Infinite Crisis they did that year, the DC 52. Right. Kind of like that whole weekly series that kind of bridged the gap to the uh, one year later. And she was a character that was kind of really close to Black Adam. She oh, had a okay. brother that ended up getting killed by uh, Yes, I remember this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so what was her abilities, though? Did she just have, like, a Black Adam-type fighting I, I bar? Or flight, she strength, have... uh, rapport with animals, maybe? Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know, like, some wind power? I'm not sure. Yeah. I have to go back. It's been a while since I've read that. I have to go double-check Okay. That. Everyone Google ISIS. Maybe not. Well, okay. Don't do, that. <laughs> do Do it at the library's computer. Guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Do it on your own personal one. But uh, so we come back to the uh, the Wave Rider, because, of course, uh, Zari has escaped. In that uh, in that time, as the everybody's being incapacitated, she got herself out of those cuffs quickly. Yeah. But uh, we go back to Stein on the Wave Rider, and I like Stein was reading a little Brad Meltzer, a little shout out to uh, our author of uh, various DC comic books, as well as just being a, a well known author in his own right. Oh, cool! I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Go. I didn't get a chance to see the title of the book, but I saw it was a Brad Meltzer novel. Stein was being very uh, science this episode. <laughs> yes. Oh, he loves science. He thinks science can cure everything. <laughs> It's uh, we're seeing a lot of episodes this season though where we very rarely see Jackson Stein go on a mission together. Yeah, it's been a lot true. of time separated. Do you do you notice that? Do you mind that? Do you, or do you? Not I'm minding care? it less. I remember like previous seasons. I'm always like, why are they splitting them up? But now I guess I can see that they kind of can handle things on their own, especially Jacks. So I think maybe that makes the split makes more sense. And they don't want to be a fiery god everywhere they go, especially a place that's the future where metas are illegal. So they probably want to tone down the meta-ness. Yeah, this episode specifically, it made total sense for them to separate because when they're separated, nobody knows that they're a meta. And if that's an issue, it totally makes sense. But there were times before where it didn't always. They It would be obvious that it was budgetary, but... I feel like yeah. there are more two separate people now instead of just coming together to be Firestorm, which is good considering, you know, Jax initially started off not knowing much about him, and he's sort of now a full-fledged character. True, although, I mean, the whole big crux at the big season premiere was Jax coming to Stein saying, I miss it. You know, I you know, miss, you know, just, you know, getting together, being a, you know, fire, being Firestorm. To then now being yeah. here back in the Wave Rider, and very rarely do we get to see him be Firestorm. Well, you gotta use him sparingly. You gotta use him. He's the he's the nuclear bomb, literally. So like you gotta you gotta wait until you need that kind of big muscle. So in this case, it, it made sense. To no, me. all right. Stein Fine. Stein has to go back and use his science abilities to try and save Amaya or try to get into her psychosis. True. Of which what's going on? You know, I mean, Stein has a good point that uh, magic is just science we don't understand yet. Yeah. But in this case, it did not really turn out to be such the case. Proven by Grand Wizard Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we do get to see at the beginning Amaya dreaming. Uh, she's dreaming of being a spider. She's in uh, up on top of the wave rider there, channeling that spider totem there. Yeah, and like I, one does. Yeah, and I guess there's that big debate. Like, would you wake up a sleepwalker or not? Yeah. 
Uh, and we see what happens when you do wake them up. They fall down from the ceiling. But land with grace. Land mm-hmm. with such grace. There you go. Cat abilities. <laughs> uh, so we, we also get to see that they are Argus is basically the, the organization that has taken over this, mm-hmm. uh, Seattle in 2042. And they intercept, our legends do, uh, Gary, who happened to be witnessing this potential assassination attempt, uh, transmits a message back to the Time Bureau. Yeah. I I have just been catching up on the show Gifted. <laughs> so this was kind of a, like, am I, is this the right show? Is this, this felt like the Sentinel Force that's happening on Gifted, which is an okay show. But, I love Matt Nix. I just hope we get more humor. When yeah. it's Matt Nix, I'm like, we need more bird notice. Yeah. But in this one, uh, in this one, I do like the idea of there, there's this world that doesn't quite feel right that maybe they're going to revisit again. Like, And I do like that speech of, hey, when you bring in a force to kind of control something and regulate something, sometimes they go out of whack and they kind of take over the place. And that could be a nod towards the Time Bureau, which they make. Uh-huh. And so this is our third season, third episode in. And, of course, we see Rip Hunter in the first episode kind of setting up what the 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 new status quo is with the Time, time Bureau. But mm-hmm. we haven't seen him since. Do you miss not seeing him on a regular basis? Or do you feel like if he was around and always being kind of the, uh, you know, being stymied by the legends, it would kind of reduce his kind of credibility? Yeah, I think yeah. he's I think he's better as kind of the boss that we're not seeing. And he'll come when it's important. Yeah, because to me, if we had Rip in Agent Sharp's position, it would just be weird. Him Mm -hmm. always stifling them. Rip sort of being like, yeah, we need them. I'm going to be over here. Works more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, although, uh, I mean, I guess you're right. We're only going to see Rip coming for like the, I assume, whenever we find out more about Malice is probably the next time we'll see Rip. I miss him. I like having him around and him, like, kind of going, oh, those rascally kids. (laughs) But still, it's uh, save him for when he's yeah, I mean, I guess, do you do you feel like the show's... I mean, I know we talked about this last season, too, and it was nice to have Rip as a bad guy. I kind of see him yeah. explore that side of it. But do we feel now that he's kind of on, you know, at least the side of Angels for, you know, it may mm-hmm. not always agree with the Legends, but he's at least on the side of Angels. Do you feel the show has just moved on for the need of having a Rip Hunter on a regular basis? We can just see him pop in? Yeah, I think he's good as an antagonist, like as he is. Just occasionally coming in and, and being... But not really a true antagonist. Like, there's definitely something worse out there. But someone to butt heads against. And it adds to a nice little... Makes the legends more misfitty. And having, like, a together company on the side. It's I, not too bad. But I also feel like Agent Sharp is, like... I don't know if I really buy into her that the time bureau is so confident. When they have somebody like Gary on the payroll. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why do you have Gary? <laughs> Gary's just, like, so bumbling... And, yeah. he's, uh, and you send him alone to, yeah. like, be, hey, uh, whatever's happening in 2049, I know it's like an Orwellian hellscape, but let's just send Gary. He'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Macintosh Harrington in the chat says, uh, Malice is secretly Gary. See, oh. he, Gary's Kaiser Sose. Oh, yeah. there you go. Gary. Yeah, Look at him go. Looks like things are getting a little Gary. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Best Gary pun wins a sculpture by Dave Child. Guys. Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> let's, let's step up. up this game. Yes. No, no. the shipping cost alone. <sighs> it depends on how big the sculpture is. Yeah. Listen, you don't know where my creativity will take me. That's true. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, true. yeah. We have to let him be free to express himself. Yes. Whatever size that may uh, reveal. Whatever to clay, <laughs> metal, <laughs> anything yeah. that I. I can do. <laughs> I got some Play Doh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one other thing we learned, though, is that uh, in 2042, meta humans have uh, been ruled illegal. And they've been mm-hmm. ruled illegal since 2021. Mm-hmm. What I always find interesting about that is because they, they, they find Zari, they track her down, and she kind of escapes, gives them the, uh, the, she ditches out on them, just as Argus comes in and sweeps up and, and goes to arrest everybody. Yeah. But I always find, like, who is in there? We've got, of course, we've got uh, Mick, we've got Ray, we've got Jax, or uh, Mick, Ray, Nate, and. Uh, uh, Sarah. Yeah. So only th- three. One of them is a metahuman. That's that yeah, is but it the seems like three... the, it seems like what they call metahumans has expanded. Like I think it's anyone who does any sort of super science or is involved with metahumans and helps them out. I think they kind of get lumped into the metahuman category. Yeah, in this Orwellian world. Yeah, that's what I was guessing because Nate was the only one who was actually a metahuman. Yeah, yeah. and Firestorm too. Yeah, I think. yeah, true. But shouldn't we just really call it like the metahuman and like Vigilante Act? Yeah, you know, you're right. Let's send you know? it to 2046. Let's okay. mail a letter. Yeah. All right. Back to the future style. I'm writing this down now uh-huh. to the Orwellian <laughs> government. Cool. Argus and tell right. them to say it right. Dear I Argus. Think, <laughs> well, it's just like how what happens, I think, what sometimes could happen nowadays with enemies of the state could be like labeled terrorism, even though they're not kind of like in that bracket exactly. I think it kind of, it's just a way to label bad guys in that hmm. world. Uh, I feel like you're just generalizing, guys. That's yeah. what they're doing. No. That's what the problem is. <laughs> Back to this Gary situation. Yeah. Uh, we have a few in the chat here I'd like to read. Uh, Mario Padilla says, on tonight's episode, our misfits find themselves in a Gary situation. And then um, Nate Milton points out that we are, we are Gary. We can't all be heroes or even legends, but most of us are average schlubs making our way through time. Hashtag Garoverse. Wow. That's I like true. that. We're all... Yeah. Hashtag, out- we're all Gary. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're all outcasts and misfits. That's true. Uh, one other thing we found out that's been ruled illegal in 2042, though, is uh, Muslim. It being Muslim is Any religion is yes. actually... Uh, relig- is, uh, is banned, they say. Yeah. And so she happens to be Muslim, so that's what she's also fighting against. That's... Uh, yeah, it, it, interesting note, but I just feel like, yeah, it was... I, I, we never really got to see much of that address. And maybe that's something we see kind of touched on more throughout the season. I guess I think they're trying to plant the seeds of building her character. And I think it was maybe a bit of a clumsy way to introduce the fact that she's Muslim. And rather than just maybe live, have her... Ex- yeah, showing her praying or something that, yeah. you know, because like we've seen Jax express interest in faith and maybe it would right. be a good com- uh, conversation with them. That might have been an, a different approach. Yeah, yeah. so it's, I'll be see, I'd be interested to see where they take it. And I do like having a Muslim character on the show, though. It's kind of nice to have a bit of diversity there. And also, she's a she seems like a great, act, great actress and she doesn't look... She doesn't have like... Um, she seems different than a lot of the CW actors that you tend to cast, and I think she's a good addition. She looks like a normal person. 
which I kind of like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, we know she's an, an expert hacker yeah. in addition to having now this totem that she's going to have access to as well. Right. So, yeah, so she does it, which I like is that she's got multiple things to bring to the table. She hacks technology and she hacks the wind. <laughs> she's <laughs> a right. wind hacker. And we'll see, maybe she hacks Ray's heart. Oh, you think? I maybe. was thinking more Mick, you know? They're let's kind of face building it. a Mick yeah. thing mm-hmm. if they're doing anything. Mm-hmm. If there's any seeds of a ship, it's in the Mick and, uh, and Zari. Maybe. But, but, I mean, I felt like they did it with the Maya. They kind of, like, flitter around a few guys, just necessarily just, like, fun scenes, and then they really dialed in on Nate. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, they could. Uh, but also, I kind of want to see a team-up between Mick and Zari, because if she has wind powers, that will help his flame gun do cool things. That's yeah. true. So that will be kind of a little, cool little... Uh, team up there. Well, that'd be really cool to see that. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we do get to see, though, is as they, they track her down, we get to see Ray's terrible costume as they try to go to a bar in 2042 to find... Oh, is eye patch and soul patch? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, if you guys are looking for a last-minute uh, Halloween costume, try the uh, double patch. The Ray's <laughs> double patch. I called him the Sugar Ray. Throwback to the 90s there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was an awesome costume, and I'm starting to rethink my Space Ghost one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's certainly uh, cheaper uh, going Ray's route. Yeah. 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 And boy, that was a, that was a weird joke. I mean, the fact that they got let him leave, they all walked out of the Wave Rider together. They all walked out of that bar, and nobody calls it out until they get inside. Oh, no, them. he put it in his pocket. And he was like, this I'm mm-hmm. going to surprise them with. He's like, hey, guys, mm-hmm. you guys go ahead. A boom. <laughs> A boob, long soul patch, yes. too. Uh, and the fact that he had to cover it up and lift up the eye patch for yeah. Zari, just like, because you probably couldn't recognize me otherwise. I, I think that is prejudice against people who have soul patches and eye patches. <laughs> to imply that you need to lift them and hide them in order to see that you're a good guy. Plenty of people with soul patches are good people. Soul patches are just beards that haven't grown in yet. The more you know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I'm, I'm helping one soul patch at a time. Uh, uh, MR Dave Child. Yes. Somebody that is rocking a, Happy a go, Jackie. fantastic beard mm-hmm. right there. Would you consider taking it down to a soul patch? No, it would look terrible. <laughs> How do we know? How do but we know? I wouldn't be a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I'd just be, I would do a soul patch if it also had the mustache on top of it. You need to have the like wider look. All you right. need the full gold bloom. Yeah. Yeah. You, you wouldn't just let this go, maybe braid it? To, just this, just yeah. this little, like... Just, just that, perfect. perfect. Braid. Mm-hmm. And would you also consider an eye patch? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> just for no other reason, just all of a sudden we see Dave rocking an eye patch. All the yeah, time. I want an eye patch, though, that's just, like, floating. That's just here and has, like, two <laughs> nails on, on either uh, side, two yes. screws. So just, like, this metal eye patch. That's perfect. Yeah. I love it. So uh, we, as they're in the bar, though, we do get to see uh, Kwasa shows up, and we get to see a fight between her and Sarah, and very rarely do you get to see Sarah getting her butt handed to her, but yeah. this time, it was uh, she got a beatdown. Yeah, that was a nice little fight. I think that's good. Uh, she seems to be an expert of martial arts. Very true. Mm-hmm. So uh, not just relying on those water abilities not as well. Not just the water lady. Yeah. She's got a lot of other abilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and apparently Ray fought Kawasa on Vixen. 
And right, that's which what, is why he yeah. said, I fought a lady with water powers back in the day. Yeah, it's similar. But yeah, it's like, uh, is this like maybe she looks different? I don't know. Because yeah, a lot of people are speculating, why would he not recognize her? Because he weird. was a cartoon at the yeah. time. And you can't be expected yeah. to remember cartoon stuff. People yeah. look different in the third dimension. You yeah. Know? Well, that's true. <laughs> Two-dimensional world uh, transition. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that seems right. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe he, at least he'll reveal that that information next week because I think that would be a very easy way for them to figure out, oh, yeah, she's tied into Vixen's totem. Oh, wait, yeah. she's a half-sister. Oh, wait, okay. Or apparently a full sister. I don't know. I've seen both. But, no? yeah, right. I'm going to go watch that CW She's got us. And also I think they're going to talk about it more. I think that's going to be a slow reveal to people who aren't Vixen fans. Which I know we are getting a 2017 Vixen in the show for cool. at least an episode or two. So that makes sense. Like that definitely will tie in given mm-hmm. Kawasa being back. The whole Vixen family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we do figure out though they, uh, they say, all right, uh, sorry, if you, uh, we got to, you know, you need to come with us and we need you to kind of act as bait so we can get her. And she says, I'll help you if you help me get my brother out of Argus. And they mm-hmm. go and do a little jailbreak. And oh, sorry. Prison break. Prison break. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They put a tattoo all over Jack's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and send him in. Ooh, tattoos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we should all get tattoos. That's my Rory impression. That was nice to do. I liked it. Thank it was you. like he's in the room right um, now. <laughs> one thing I do want to talk about, if we're going to talk about the Nate and Amaya. Yes. Drug episode, <laughs> uh, drug backstory. I want to say kids... If you're going to do drugs, this is not the way to do it. I would say you need someone needs to be a spotter. Yeah, yeah, you have here? to have a sober person around. Like whenever you do hallucinogens, it is always best to do things safely when you have a sober person around to do, you know, the things that they need to do in case somebody needs to go to the hospital, somebody's got to be able to drive. Like this is you you when you do drugs, guys, you have to be smart. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't you, be, you you're gonna do it. But, don't be alone yeah. in a time yeah. machine and both be high at the time. Yeah, but they weren't alone because Stein was there, and I don't know why they didn't. Inv- I mean, I know Stein's a man of science, so he probably wouldn't have been on board with such mm. a endeavor. But once they've already kind of committed, just have Stein right there he to was watch in the him. Back, yeah. uh, working on his vocal cords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, hello, Dolly, everybody. Got hello, Dolly. And then Gideon was the spotter, as they pointed out, and I'm like, yeah, at least you have a supercomputer, but still. But still, when he says like, listen, I'm going to try these out to make sure they work. I just tried them. Now you try. For one, that's not how you test something. You have to like experience them and then be like. Oh, you should know this is what happens. It shouldn't be like, I'm testing it right now. I'm still alive. I'm not high yet, but it should be fine. So let's get high together and peak together. I'm like, that's fine if you have a spotter somewhere. But yeah. they didn't really. They didn't because everyone else went out on the mission and look what happened. He tried to fly the time machine high as balls. Yeah, I mean, we get to see him walking down the hallway and mm-hmm. it's like really all you know distorted and stuff. I kept on wondering the whole time. I was like, where the heck is Stein? Just say, hey, Professor Stein, we need you right now. Right. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they they asked him, and they didn't realize that Nate would be high as balls, he, and he probably <laughs> didn't have the the uh, sense to actually ask for Stein because he was high as balls. High as balls. Yeah. Uh, I've never tripped uh, before or anything like that. Is that a good position to be in, where you're sitting kind of across from each other? It was almost like the William Shatner interview show that he had oh, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> where they're so like awkwardly just kind of like almost like parallel next to each other, but Ooh. just yeah, a little just off. Yeah, just perfectly in profile, yes. both of them. 
Um, I mean, I've never actually uh, gotten high myself in that in that sort of scenario. So, I don't. I've never gone on a spirit quest. And I think that's. I've lot. never done that, but I have done mushrooms a quite a few times, and never. Yeah, like I don't turn out the lights. You just want to be in a good mood so yeah. that things don't go bad, and have a bucket by you because you could. Yeah, throw you're gonna. Up. You, you could probably yeah. throw up. Well, uh, Amaya doesn't vomit, but she does have her little spirit quest, and she ends up meeting uh, somebody that's like the collective uh, summation of everybody that's ever wore the totem throughout (laughs) history. I'm sorry. I would sort of said no offense, but I'm surprised, Dave. That I haven't gone on a spirit quest? I know. I love that. (laughs) Seems like I should have gone on a spirit quest by now. Yeah, you have that little person. I think he's got a few spirit quests under his belt. And then all of a sudden pull out, like, nope. Listen, I'm spiritually, I know what my animal is. What is it, your animal? It's a marmot. A <laughs> it's marmot? a little marmot. Really? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't gone on a spirit, spirit quest. Um, okay. I, I went to church on mushrooms once. So does that count? Yes. Yeah. It does sure. if yeah. we're counting who's gone right. to church on mushrooms. Okay. Well, it's like that's kind of a spirit quest. Yeah, right? it's a spirit that's quest. Close. That's uh, how you get the spirit token. Yeah, that's how I got fed that day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we do find out though that uh, this uh, Amaya on her quest, they say, "Hey, the, uh, your, your totem." Basically, the problem that she's been having is that it gets stronger in reaction to an increase in the severity of danger around you, mm-hmm. which also just makes me wonder, like, well, gosh, last season they were only like, you know, the universe is going to be rewritten as we know it. That wasn't enough to kick that totem into high gear. Well, she was mm. surrounded by her misfit family. That, that kind and of helped. Uh, they help out. They kind of tamped it down a yeah. little Yeah, I am surprised that we haven't seen, I guess we saw it a little bit. What did she manifest when the water, like, It felt like it was her. like the Vixen logo that it kind yeah. of acting as a shield. Oh, so she can pop up shields, too? Yeah, I guess, yeah. I, which I never knew of before. Where I thought maybe it was like an elephant head or like a stegosaurus head or something. Yeah, like that seemed more logical, like something like that, where it would be an animal. But yeah, it did look more like a logo or shield or yeah, something. Yeah, it was kind of like, like a little vixen logo, yeah. which I've carefully drawn. And yeah. completely accurate yeah, you detail want right there. Thank you, Mario Padella, by the way, who said, my spirit animal is a giant teddy bear. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Teku66 says maybe it was a manta ray. That would be cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and I am like, because her powers are a little kind of all, because sometimes she manifests them herself, but we did see when she attacked all those, uh, the Belgian soldiers, that they were all, they were getting attacked by animals that were coming out of her yeah. uh, totem. So that might happen. We also get to see, of course, the Time Bureau showing up to mess things up just when mm. you at least, at least want them there. They're, time Bureau. Uh, and we see Sarah plays chicken with them, and Agent Sharp backs down. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I guess in our long, uh, maybe it's going to be a season-long arc of them eventually kind of falling into each other's arms. Do you think that's on no. the way? You oh, yeah, so? they're so going to do it. They're going to smash face like they smashed <laughs> ships into one that's another? Right, yes, there you go. Yeah, nope. like it. But, you know, I'm also kind of like our third episode in of the Time Bureau just kind of coming in and like, guys, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, and then the legend's kind of saying, all right, you know, get out of our way. Uh, I feel like three episodes in, I'd like to see some kind of dynamic change in this because it's getting already a little tiresome for me. Kind of yeah, I'm curious to see where they're gonna go with it. And I, uh, now that they've added like another member to the team, you know, what is this? What is this gonna add to it? I don't know. I'm curious to see where where 
they're going with it. This episode was a little, I don't know, it wasn't as exciting as the other ones because they weren't really adding to it. It almost felt like another adventure, even though they added another character. It kind of felt like just the, didn't feel like it was escalating the plot. Yeah, because I, I don't feel like I'm getting anything new from Agent Sharp other than like, you guys are screw-ups and we're going to here to stop you. Yeah. So I'm curious to see where where mm-hmm. they go with it because they are building something and I like all the magic-y stuff happening around. They're really building up the magic. Yeah. Uh, do we find, what do you think, uh, well, I guess we'll save this towards the end here. I'll, I'll, that, I'll put a pin in that question. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to it in a minute. Uh, we get to see a nice big battle between Ray decides he's going to try to take on the uh, <laughs> Kawasa, which like shoots her once and then says, oh, that was easier than I thought. <laughs> he knew it wasn't over. He was making a joke. That Ray. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the fact that I uh, heard just like pouring the water into his uh, mouth and nose. Though. Yeah, yeah, I do like um, drowning uh, him with her. But I feel like, Ray, you've got a whole suit on. You're just going to lay there and not like try to activate any kind of electrical device or something to generate no, something? No, man, that would kill him probably because the, the water was in his mouth. So if he, act, if he put on an electrical thing, it'll probably zap himself. What about activate your boot jets and kind of like lift you out? Yeah, of man. Maybe you'll think about that when you're drowning from a person you know, with like water abilities. I would, Dave. You're being a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a nitpicker here. I don't know. I feel like Ray, you know, he's just, uh, he's always played as the chump. And I feel like, you know, you got a fantastic suit on that you should be able to do more than just. Yeah, but this was, this was a scenario where I think she got the jump on him. Uh-huh. And, Use the one his biggest weakness, which is the, the fact that this part isn't covered. I feel like it's very easy to get the jump on ring. <laughs> it very, it very easy. It's it so easy. Great, but they did it. I, this one was like not the suit messing up. This was an actual trained assassin who was able to get him with water powers at the last minute. So it didn't feel like it was something where it's like, oh, but it didn't work the way I was supposed to, which I get sick of. Because yeah. that seems to be what it's always happening. This was actually like someone who just got the best of him. Yeah. That yeah. was eating your beef, Frank. Yeah. Uh, How did that taste? beef was <laughs> eaten. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Fine, <laughs> fine, fine. Uh, we do learn that, um, uh, of course, Amari, Amaya's fate seems to be tied in with Zari's. That she yep. needs to be on the lookout for the person who has a totem now and kind of help her out. So what that exactly means, we don't know. But we do know that Nate was kind of uh, bummed to hear that he wasn't the, the person that she was sticking around for. Yeah, you know what? I'm putting that on a mic. You know what she was doing. That's that's cold. <laughs> you don't start off a sentence that way. Like, come on. Well, You're talking to your ex here. Mm. And they had that moment when, just as they were about to close their eyes and start breathing, where Nate finally does, and then she looks at him and smiles. Yeah, she, she still, still likes him. Yeah, so uh, she's like, stop doing this. That steely vixen. (laughs) (laughs) And we end the episode, of course, with Zari joining the Legends, and we cut to 1988. Mm -hmm. We get to see young... Did you have any doubt, of course, that it was going to be young Ray Palmer? I don't know. I wasn't quite sure. I did know. What I was more focused on was like, oh, nice, slight E.T. music. Like, it's slightly E.T., but not quite. And we're so kind of used to this... Seeing like a kid in the '80s running from bullies is 
I'm so used to it now with Stranger Things. Yeah. And also uh, it. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that he befriends something that's in the sewers. I'm like, is yeah. that just, is Pennywise going to join the Legends? <laughs> I was surprised that there was no red balloon or anything. Yeah, I was I like, know. this is pretty on the nose. Yeah, but it was more of an it kind of yeah. reference. It definitely was. It felt like that. But it looks to be more like it's going to be an e- special E.T. E. episode. Change that first vowel. It's an E, not an I. <laughs> so I uh, why don't we do a few uh, predictions? Okay. Talk about that. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. The question I was gonna ask, which I ask now, is how soon do you think the legends will actually hear from the Time Bureau all about Malice? Um, Before I, or after the mid season break? When is that? When is the mid season break? I think it's gonna be what, uh like it's like December, like the first two weeks of December, and then after that they they jump for a while. So I think, I think that's we're going to start to hear about Malice not next week episode because that's the Halloween episode. I think the episode after that. I think it's going to be soon. I think they're going to bring Malice back, and we're going to. It's probably going to be like one of Malice's cronies, his one of his lieutenants or something. So it's not going to be him, but you might see like a claw come out and be like get the legends I must defeat the legends but you know done. that's a yeah. go get him gadget the, the, sooner, mm, no. the sooner the better yeah. in my opinion yeah because I felt like that benefited last season a lot even though it was a slow burn for the first half of the season with the, with the uh, Legion of Doom at least you kind of set up the players so we knew early on and then finally I liked it that it finally kicked in the second half of the season right so uh, Lucretia what about you you know, I, I'm really liking the magic-y direction, so it's a little... Now, I'm so happy to have Constantine back, in case you guys haven't started drinking mm. yet. I was giving that to <laughs> you, you know, for episodes <laughs> 9 and 10, but I'm just like, we need a full-on magic person now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we're doing a lot of magic <clears throat> devices and stuff. No. I want kind of a magic-y person. Yeah. I want something magic. I would love that. I would love Zatanna like, to join on a regular basis. Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. And that's a character that, I mean, there was a brief stint on Smallville, um, but that's really one of the only live-action ones I've Yeah, yeah. Or like of. Tracy yeah. 13, which would be cool. She's Dr. Mm. 13's child, so that would be cool. Yeah, She's cool. dialed into the magic community. Yeah. That would be uh, a cool one to use. You can use, uh, as a villain, the witch boy. Clarion yeah. the Witch Boy. Clarion the Witch Boy. Yeah. Or we got Wotan as well, that, that, that green looking guy with the nice, like, you know, the pointed uh, hair, like that the Wolverine hair. Right. Yes. Etrigan is my favorite. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. And Felix Faust. I mean, he was played by Hector from Breaking Bad um, and in, uh, get, Constantine the Show, but that'd be cool. We, what if we get the Spectre? That would be awesome. I would be totally jazzed about that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Since they're also building up a bit more of a religious slant in this. This season mm. to bring in the wrath of God. That'd <laughs> be interesting. That would be really cool to see something like that. I'd be totally down for that. Yeah. And we've teased Dr. Fate, so to see somebody yeah. else actually grab the helmet and do something with it would be really cool, too. Yeah, that would be, be cool. cool. And the chat predicts that Lex is actually Malice. Oh. Well, that could be what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. A guy named Lex being a DC Universe villain, <laughs> I don't see it. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any predictions for next week's episode? The, the, the drum roll's going. <laughs> that I knew there was something, that drum roll's yep. coming for you, Dave, because I knew you were about yep. to deliver something very profound. You Uh-oh. have to now. Yes. Oh, for next week? Our nice uh, Halloween-themed IT show. Ooh, mm-hmm. you know what? ET show. I bet that alien is not going to be so bad. 
Very true. I think something else is going to be what is threatening to kill little Ray. What's eating little Ray Palmer? What's eating little Ray? Also, next week looks fun. It looks like a fun episode. I'm excited for it. How much of it do you think is going to be a homage to E.T., or how much of it is going to be trying to play against our expectations and kind of do a twist on it? I think there's going to be a bunch of Spielberg-y references throughout. I think it's going to probably not even just be E.T. I think it's going to be a little bit of E.T., a little bit of something else. Because they love to, they love they love their homages. That's Will we course. see a bike fly? Yes. Yes. Against the moon? Maybe not. Okay, but a bike will fly at some point. Probably not against the moon because I think that gets into copyright territory. <laughs> That's exactly when it breaches copyright. That's as, right. As soon as it hits the moon. <laughs> so we just like it, just kind of like maybe the moon's in the background. All right, uh, it should be an interesting episode. And uh, I know Lucretia, you're probably, you're not going to be here next week, are you? Uh, no, I'm spending Halloween with my baby brother, and uh, probably a space ghost or or Sugar Ray. I'm not really sure now. Mm. It yeah. is it is actually Halloween night. Yeah. it is. Uh, you know, but you know, I have my my. I want to give you guys a, a treat and be here for you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll who see else. who else makes yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. It'll be very lonely. It'll, it'll, it'll both be, be a trick and a treat. No, uh, for having to deal with me, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to do it for this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, but you know, as always, like us on Facebook for the for everything that you believe in. Hold dear to your heart, please. Give those five stars. Five stars. Lex needs it. Yes. Come on, guys. Give those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Everybody, thanks for hopping in the chat and sharing your thoughts yeah. about everything in general. Uh, we're really going to dig di- dive deep into that Lex theory, though. I really think that's, yeah. there's something to be uh, figured out there. But if you want to continue, continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Lucretia Lyon... Where can they find you? Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And you will see me, Happy Go Jackie, and possibly a revived Lex Michael at L.A. Comic Con this weekend. Saturday at 4 o'clock, we will be in room 410, not 420. I'll get that confused. (laughs) But, yeah, come see us. Live. Oh, dear Lord. Cool. I won't be there. Why not? What do you else do you have to be doing? I'm actually going to be at the Austin Film Festival. If you want to come and see a little short that I've written called Press Start, um, it's going to be playing at the New Forum Showcase at the Austin Film Festival. So if you're in Austin, Texas, come on by, say hi. That'll be great. I'll shake your hand, give you a hug. Yeah. You get a handshake and a hug? Handshake yeah. and a hug. I will be honest, two, those are two things in the three seasons of us doing this show I've never gotten. Uh, what? Maybe tonight's the night. But you can find me at mrdavechild <laughs> or davechild.com. I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and folks, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at happygojackie. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back here, at least some of us, will be back here next Tuesday night to celebrate a special Halloween episode of the Legend of Tomorrow After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Speed off. (laughs) (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Swamp. Swampy. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.